You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The thing is, you know there's somebody out there that probably would pay for that. No. It is the no. worst strip show ever. <laughs> and now no stress good. stripping. Like they switch from the from you know Starla on stage two and Greg on stage one with what? his stress strip. And I'm sorry, you have like the least sexy stripper name too. Greg Nibbler. <laughs> stress stripping. Tell him about his bills. <laughs> the more you talk, the more he the takes more off. He takes off. Oh, oh I have a problem. Greg, Hi. you are falling apart today. Yes, I am. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exdelin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever. And however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here. I can't even speak anymore. We are live here five days a week. <laughs> Your hair is so curly. <laughs> on the Fun Employment Radio Network out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And luckily, you can't see me now because I have a tendency to, when I'm stressed out, Start taking my clothes off. I, I've already removed my hat. That sounds so cre- much creepier than it is. Like, Greg is fully... I'm, let's just state for the record, Greg is still... He has his clothes on. I do. He I just has my, less clothes than he came in with. the hat was thrown across the room. The hat my, was thrown. It hit the door, actually. My sweatshirt's gone. I think my shoes may be coming off. This is what happens when I get stressed out. Like, and I your hair is, like, super curly. It's like... And your hair gets, like, really big. Mm-hmm. You get, like, a Bob Ross, like, afro going on. Yeah, that happens. And that's kind of what's going on right now. That's... That's totally... That totally happens. Yeah, it's... It's from... It's from a million different things. But, um... One of the main things, too, that is happening today is... <laughs> what's happening tonight at my house. So... For a long time, listeners of the show, or even shorter time, you probably are aware of the fact that I have a house in Southeast Portland. I lost a bet to Sarah Dillon earlier this year, where earlier our, this year, yes, in January of in this January, year, yes, in January, where I said if she ever did five minutes of stand up at one of our listener events, then I would allow a ghost investigation of my house, thinking that would never happen because Sarah is terrified of doing stand up. And yet I still she did can't it. believe I did that. And yet you did it. I did. At the last listener party. So I have to pay up. And today is the day where there is going to be a ghost investigation of my house. Mm-hmm. It's happening tonight. No pop-ins. If you do know where I live, if you do, you are a <laughs> friend. Nobody's there's a limited in. amount. Well, I mean, even friends. Like, there's there's a limited amount. It is it is what it is. We want this, we we give this crew. as good of an opportunity as possible. Like, if there is something... <sighs> Which I'm sure there isn't. I'm sure it's going to be fine. It's just, you know, I sit here and look at you every day. You're you're not mentally stable. I'm pretty sure it's just your mental unraveling. That's and that's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Possible too. Which is, this is why it's a lose lose situation for me. Either yeah. we prove there are ghosts in my house, which that would suck, or we prove that I'm insane, <laughs> yeah, but, well, which already- that would also suck. <laughs> Or both. I don't know. Maybe it's a little mixture of the two. A little cocktail of the crazy and the haunted. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I have to tell you, though, I did not expect to have this high of an anxiety level or this high of stress mm-hmm. revolving around this thing. Part of it's just because it's cameras coming into my house, and I'm really weird about that. You and are. Then, you seem like you're very... You're kind of like me in that way. Like, you're very, pro- I think, like protective of your personal space. Right, yeah. It's my and you're personal like, And you don't want it to be judged by anybody. Yes, that I do mm-hmm. not. I no, because my apartment's like, weird, and like when people come in, they're like, oh, it's so small. I'm like, yeah, it's small. <laughs> I fucking get it. I understand yeah. it's small. Like I've been... Um, I've talked about this before. I've been messing... Well, I, maybe not all of this, but I've been messing with my friend Nate who just bought a house because the one thing that's, I'll say this, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine, is when 
people come over to my house and I see it, it happen to other people too or you go over to somebody's house and there's always that person that will point out everything that's wrong about your house oh. like oh yeah well that's good well you know you got a cobweb up in that corner you know, you know what happens you know, after that there. that person stops getting invited to people's houses <laughs> that happens <laughs> yeah because yeah, I've over the years, I've had a couple of different friends who do that, and it just drives me insane because you can find something wrong with anyone's house if you look for it. Sure, mm-hmm. you know there's going to be something, or be like, oh well, you know, uh, your your bathroom it's it could it could be cleaned up a could little use bit. Use a good scrubbing, yeah, and yeah. and that kind of stuff drives me insane. So I've been doing that to my friend Nate now. Whenever I go over to his house, just on purpose, be like, oh yeah. Put the washer there. I'd probably put it in the other corner, but you know, I guess that's whatever you want to do. It's your house. You can put it there. <laughs> wow, what <laughs> so a good I'm, friend you are. It's something that you know bothers you, so you're doing it to yeah, your best friend. I okay. told him what I'm doing, but then I just yeah. do it over and over, and even though he knows it's a joke, it just gets him so riled up. I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, it's fine. You know, I mean, the floor looks a little slanted in that one corner, but I'm sure, you know, you, every every house has its quirks. Don't worry about <laughs> oh it. Oh my God, <laughs> that's awful. Don't say that stuff no. to people. That kind of stuff, though, drives me insane. All right, so, so that's that being part said, of it. So Greg is Camera's a, coming in. I think a lot of the stress of it isn't, in fact, about it being haunted or not. I think it's just a lot of like having your house be on camera. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like the most. Because that's Greg a lot is like, of it. When, when the hat was coming off, he's like, and everyone's going to be able to see the inside of my house, and they're all going to, and it's going to be at the party, and everyone's going to make fun of me, and like he's just really <laughs> freaking out. Yeah. And you have a very nice house. You have nothing to freak out about. No, I know. I know. It's just, it's one of my things. It's it's just something. Like, I, I, I sometimes I try to figure out, you know, because you have like your OCD stuff, mm-hmm. and then I try to figure out, I'm like, oh, well, I don't have anything like that. Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. those are those are those are those types of things. I am so stressed out. You are. Like, no, I I'm can not tell. even speaking correctly. This Mm-mm. is what I do for a living, but I'm I'm like stammering my words. I can't you even are. speak. This no, and you're sitting over there, Greg, sitting there, like with his huge hair and like his arms crossed in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, is there mm-hmm. anything that has been happening that's making you like nervous about the investigation itself? <laughs> All right. This is going to sound like Whoa. I'm making this up. And I love it I, when you start sentences that way. It's, I swear this, I mean, there's got to be a logical explanation, but I have not figured it out yet. And this, I kid you not, happened this morning. This morning. This morning. October 24th, 2014. October 24th, 2014. This morning. That is what, this is what happened. What happened? So, um... I don't I don't know how to explain it. I even tried to recreate it to see if it would happen. I was laying on my bed this morning, just like I, I think I was on my computer or something like that, and I had my phone next to me and phone securely in the middle of the bed and I'm looking at the computer. I wasn't looking at the phone and all of a sudden I hear this and the phone was on the ground about probably eight feet away from my bed. What? I heard it fall and hit the ground about eight feet away from my bed. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Now, naturally, I was like, well, that's weird because I hadn't moved. So I was like, well, I don't think I, I wouldn't have knocked it off. Like, I wasn't in knocking distance and I would have felt that. Ser- you're not... I'm not fucking with you. No, I'm, I'm serious. That, that did happen today. Oh, my God. So and this I, is in the middle... This is this morning? Like, this is during this morning. daylight hours? Yeah. And so so I was like, no, there's a logical reason for this. So I grabbed the phone and I I put it back on there where it was and I jumped up and down on the bed and I smashed and I moved all around trying to make that happen again. The thing would not come off because it was in the middle of the bed. So I I don't I don't know. There's obviously there's got to be a logical reason. There's got to be one. I could not figure it out this morning. It was just happens to, to be that it was on the day of this, of course. I am so excited that that happened today. I've also Oh Jesus! 
I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for it. So, you know, it flew I'm just off saying, of your and you're for sure that it was on your bed. Uh, yeah, yeah, your no, phone's always within arm's reach yeah. of you. What am I? What am I saying? Oh yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, you are obsessed with your phone. Yeah, it's it's always there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Beats me. I will say I've changed a lot of stuff in the. So room, I can't wait to ask Aaron if that's going to be good. Like if it's already been active today, that's probably a really good sign. Well, we don't know that. I'm just saying it was very odd, and I could not recreate it for the life of me. I I really wanted to recreate it. That's what happened to and me. Make it happen uh, in my sorority. There was a um, like a big CD booklet back on back in my day when we had the big, you know, like the like the 72 disc CD. Booklets. Oh yeah, big disc man. Yeah, and one I of them had a couple of those stolen. So this was a, a really fucking old, like creepy haunted sorority especially like this particular corner room it was really creepy um and yeah one of those things it did the same thing it flew like eight feet across the room i was walking away from the wall and it wasn't like something hit the house or anything i'm on the third floor so it wasn't like something thumped it and had it fly off the 72 disc cd booklet went flying off and hit me in the back of the legs like (laughs) as i was in my room it was the most fucked up thing and i tried to recreate it too like i like put it back on i was like pounding on the walls Uh and uh no explanation yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, somebody in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live uh, says, is, said, is this like the moving water bottle? Yeah, there was the water bottle that, that, I mean, a couple of things like that have happened in the room that I haven't been able to explain. There was a water bottle. There was a, it was a spoon or a fork. I talked about it on the show that, that went um, flying off the coffee table I have up there. And I was never able to figure out quite how that happened. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. And then the other thing is, you know, maybe there are completely logical explanations, and I'm just crazy. And who knows? Either way, it's not good for me. There is no good result. There is good result for everyone else who is going to be a part of this and get to watch this at the listener party on November 14th, except for me. I wonder if everybody else is uh, compelled about this as I am, because I am really, really, really curious after five years of hearing you talk about this to see if this is actually like going to be something that something's actually going on. I don't know. It's so creepy. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of nervous to be at your house tonight. Yeah, it's it'll it'll be interesting. The one thing that um, so so my roommate, uh, one roommate's going to be gone. One roommate will be there. The one who's going to be there. I've (gasps) never fully told him. I haven't told Ben. <laughs> ben like, gets scared at the. Oh no, my Ben God. knows. Ben knows the investigation's going on, but Ben is scared of Everything. horror movies. Yes. Horror movies scare him. Like, even terrible ones. Yeah, even, even like unscary horror. <gasps> right. Oh, like, Ben's he gets, gonna be. <gasps> he gets scared about them and then like over talks, like talks over. I'm like, ah, this isn't scary. This isn't scary. So that's exactly what he does. I've been over at Greg's house <laughs> when all of us are like sitting around watching a movie. Like as soon as Ben gets scared, he's like, the, he's the nicest guy. Ben is so he's great. But as soon as he gets scared, he starts talking, yeah. and you have to be like, shut up, Ben. Stop talking, Ben. He's like, this isn't really scary. I don't know why you guys think this is so scary. It's not scary at all. It's like, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, uh, the thing is, the room he's in, when that room is empty, that room has some really weird stuff that I can't explain Yeah, yet. David was even talking about that yesterday, about how he would hear, like, the door, like... When the room was empty? When the room was empty. Ben how he would in, hear yeah. the, the doorknob shaking and the door would like be flexing and he didn't understand why. And he, so he'd go in there and there would be no windows or anything open. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's weird ben stuff. Ben does not know about that. Ben doesn't know about that. <laughs> and he might be finding out about that tonight. So, <laughs> Well, he has to. I mean, well, if I we're going to do that, this 100%. I, I told like, him that we're going to be filming in that room. Um, 
uh, Carrie in the live chat. Yes, it's the same one that Keelan was in. So nothing has ever happened when that when someone's in that room. When that room is occupied, and like a tenant, like somebody actually living in there, nothing's ever happened. I've never heard anything from anyone. Um, complaining about anything weird happening in that room. It's when it's empty. Mm-hmm. That's when the weird stuff happens. Well, let me tell you, Greg, hopefully nothing bad happens after the ghost investigation because, you know, we're all worried about, you know, what if what's going to happen during. But do you know that there are potential risks and dangers during paranormal investigations that can, really? that can last a lot longer than just the investigation? Okay. Now, Greg, I was looking this up for you. What is this I'm, music you have behind here? <laughs> it's, just, it's just some soothing music. Just, like, I'm getting a cold. I'm getting stuffed up over this. I'm so stressed out. Yeah, you are working yourself up into a tizzy. Yeah, I mean, I there's, say I, there's some other things. I don't know the definition of a tizzy, things, but, but I'm pretty sure that you're in a tizzy right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like a whole combo of stuff, and then the, the icing on top is the fact that there's a ghost investigation at my house tonight. Oh, it'll be fine. Ugh. Oh, my God. All right, so, Greg, there are real dangers that come. Um, I found this at uh, paranormal.com, <laughs> so you know that's it's got to be legit. So the right. metaphysical dangers of an investigation are real and should be taken seriously. Um, sometimes the things we are looking for are there, and more often than not, these things don't want to go home at the end of the night. What? What do you mean? I mean that they can stay, so it's talking about how one of the real dangers is that one of them's going to latch on to you. Yes, ghost spirits, demons, and other entities can attach themselves to you and follow you everywhere you go. They need to keep it in mind and be open to the fact that there are good spirits, but there are also bad ones. Most of the time, the evil entity starts out claiming to be the spirit of a deceased person or someone that died tragically. That way they can sucker you uh, into believing that they are helping that, you know, like the ghost investigator is helping the spirit when, in fact, it's just slowly trying to latch itself to you. No! Another hey, danger... Mind, it's not real. Another risk or danger, mental breakdowns. Mental breakdowns can... Uh, <laughs> that's, that's already <laughs> happening. That's already going on right now. As you listen to this show, I'm further and further going down the train of uh, unraveling my mind. Well, let me tell you, uh, mental breakdowns can occur in paranormal investigations. Uh, there was a case actually documented a few years back where this guy who started watching all these ghost hunting television shows became obsessed with it, started going to all these haunted places to capture EVP, which is... Um, like, Electronic voice phenomenon. Yes. So when you're pricking up, like, you know, voices that, like, disembodied voices. Right? No, no. So anyway, so this guy became obsessed with it. So he captured some voices on his recorder. Uh, became obsessed with finding more. After a while, he started hearing voices with his own ears and not on his recorder. And he ha- had to be I'm committed. I'm listening to you. And he I'm had not- to be committed. It basically got so bad that, yeah, he he had to cut off communication Wait, with friends, family. Was he not just going... Was he schizophrenic or something? No, no. He was totally normal until he became obsessed <clears throat> with this. It's very important that you know how to protect yourself from evil entities. What do I? What do I have to do here? You're... You have to make sure to say goodbye to them. By the way, for the person who wrote Sarah the email talking about what a golden saint she is. That was Jody. For not making fun of me during this and, and how what a bastard I was when Sarah leading up to her uh, stand-up comedy thing. This is what I'm talking about. This is, this is I think that, that email can be rescinded at this point. Kate, t- tell me more. Oh, no, I'm just, so it's saying it's very important that if you... Come into contact with something of a paranormal uh, a paranormal entity that it's very important to know how to say goodbye to them. But unfortunately, this article doesn't tell me how you're supposed to say <laughs> goodbye. <to them. laughs> now go on, I'm listening. Well, I did also find something interesting. So one of the things that I'm mostly looking forward to about tonight is. Right here in this box to my left. Greg, what is this right See, over here? See, and I still, I don't want to do this part of it. Let me tell 
Well, it's going to happen. And my there, I heard voices. Was that a voice? <laughs> no. Oh no, I can hear the voices. That was an EVP right there. The, it's just trying to talk to you, Greg. Uh, yeah. The other thing is the Ouija board, which happens to be sitting here in this room right now. I'm not going to forget it. I know that you were hoping so. It was like shoved all the way back in the shelf. Oops, we forgot it. Nope, too didn't bad if forget something it. happened. So we to have it. this here. Many thanks to Creepy John and Boring for sending us this. We have uh, Ouija, the mystifying oracle. Again, by Hasbro. Is it Ouija or Ouija? I think it's Ouija. I'm pretty sure it's Ouija. Probably. That's how it's spelled, but I'd rather just say Ouija. That's how I've always heard it. Okay, Greg, you can say Ouija. I'm going to say Ouija. Okay. Well, did you know that the Ouija board has existed for well over 100 years before Hasbro got its little mitts on it? I wanted oh, to tell you a Hasbro, little bit. before Hasbro didn't invent it? Yeah. No, they didn't. Uh, this is actually based on something that was invented a long, long time ago. <laughs> a long, long a time long, ago. A long, long time ago. So I found this fascinating. So I started doing some research on it today because I'm like, all right, someone, this idea had to come from somewhere. So I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory about the Ouija board. Okay. So because this is what we're going to be using this evening. We are using it, even though people have told us not to and that bad things can happen. We're doing it anyway. <sighs> Fine. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. So uh, I'm Ouija- not going to guarantee that we're going to do that. We're doing it. I'm not guaranteeing. That wasn't part of it. Greg, it's happening. So just bringing out the Ouija board was not it. part just of that. Just deal with the, it. The bet. All right. Uh, so it was first uh, created in 1891, and its full name was Ouija the Wonderful Talking Board, and it was sold for uh, $1.50. Um, so basically, the simplicity of its design, an alphabet board accompanied by the planchette. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that's how... It started and it still is. So it's based on the original design that it was in 1891. Okay. Yeah. So, um. It's not that much older than my house, actually. How old is your house? 1907. Oh, yeah. It's pretty close. Uh, Anyway. Uh, so. The interesting thing I'm about- trying to draw a connect. Okay, I'm paying attention. This is honestly not making me very happy. Okay, keep going. Okay, so one of the interesting things that I found about this, uh, so of course, in order for it to be a you know a game for it to be marketed, is it has to have a U.S. patent, right? And so for the okay. Ouija board to be patented, they had to of course take it to the U.S. Patent Office. Um, so they brought they brought the board in, and it was being reviewed by one of the patent people at the office. Okay, and so the person uh, who created it, let's see. Uh, the creator's name's Elijah Bond. Yeah, so that his- sounds like a villain in a horror movie. <laughs> Elijah Bond. So- the memory of Elijah Bond. So Elijah you Bond. shall summon him upon this. So Elijah Bond brought it to the patent, the U.S. Patent Office, and he gave it to the patent officer. And, the, and he's just like, I want to get this patented. And the patent officer, he didn't know his name. So Elijah Bond came, brought that to the patent officer. And the patent officer told him, he's like, all right, if I sit down and the Ouija board spells out my name... Then I will patent this for you. And sure enough, sits down. The guy doesn't know his name and does it. And the, uh, the Ouija board spelled out his name. Wow! And so that's how it got its U.S. patent. Okay, isn't that crazy? That's that's kind of crazy. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So here, I mean, here's the thing with this. Like, if we're gonna do that, what are we gonna be asking here? Because I don't want to. I don't like messing around with Ouija boards. I've talked about it before. They they creep me out. I know it's just a game. I've received so many emails from people. You're like. They're like, yeah, it's just a game. It's just a game that Hasbro makes it. And I know, I know logically that's true. I still just don't like it. There are things that a person cannot like, and this is one I, do, I don't like. I don't like the Ouija board. 
don't like it. I also, it's coincidentally, that movie is coming out today, too. It is. The movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so what... Let me tell you about this. Uh, the, so the creator, Elijah Bond, um, uh-huh. also Elijah claims... Elijah Bond. Elijah Bond. Now, Elijah Bond also does state... Well, he did state he's very dead. Um, he did state that the Ouija board actually named itself. So... Um, as legend has it, Elijah Bond uh, decided to ask his invention what it should be called. Now, according to lore, he sat around the table uh, with his family and watched as the planchette spelled out Ouija by itself. Well, though, I thought, and actually somebody in the live chat just posted this too, because once that was posted, I remember this, that it's we and ya. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, it means yes. Yeah. Yeah. The French, it's the combination of the French and German words for yes. Right. Yeah. All right. I mean, it just has to happen. Maybe. Maybe it will. The results, by the way, will be shown live on November 14th at the Fun Employment Radio Listener Party. Oh, my gosh. That is where the results will be shown. So this is going to be an Get all... Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. So this is going to be like an all-night thing, right? It's We're an all-night be... thing. Um... <coughs> Yeah, it's going to be all night. <laughs> Craig has to clear. His I'm like a getting bit. all stuffed up now. Yeah, you're like making yourself sick over there. I am. I that's what I do. I I, I work myself into a tizzy. It's true. <laughs> I I take I take stress and I shove it deep down inside and then it <laughs> mashes around. Greg is beating his chest right now. He punches me from the inside. That's how that's how I deal with stress. You want to punch you from the inside? Not the best way. <laughs> <laughs> stress release. All right. So there's uh you know we're going to we're going to show the results there on November 14th um the way it's going to work so tonight yeah it's going to be an all night thing mm-hmm. apparently Aaron has some things lined up Aaron and then Derek is going to be doing the filming and all of that from what i know and Ooh, i we honestly should find don't some tarot know. cards too that was just being suggested no we're chat. not throwing in that stuff too <laughs> well this Ouija board's really cool because um the planchette glows so it has like a light on the inside, so it'll actually it's be able to be filmed really awesome. Ridiculous. So the way it works is, uh, from what I understand, because Aaron's only told me a little bit, we're going to be filming in certain rooms that where where stuff has been known to happen or weird things have happened before, and then I guess he's got some what did he call it like ways to antagonize the ghosts oh yeah the trigger things trigger things Mm -hmm. which whatever the hell that means I don't know he wouldn't explain to me said no you'll just have to find out he won't tell me what's going on he refuses to so there we're we're gonna be using some kind of trigger thing and then he said if that doesn't work we're going to like antagonize it And then I guess. See, Greg, we're all putting ourselves at risk, though. You're being quite selfish when you're just saying it's all about you. Oh, really? One of these things could just latch to any of us. Good. Take it away. <laughs> Maybe this is a good thing. Maybe then. we'll piggyback onto yep, it. Go right over no. to your little uh, apartment there. You know what? There might be something positive out of this. So, do you know there's a man who makes his uh, living as a Ouija board expert? So, see, you could get so comfortable at this that you'd actually, you know, be able to become an expert and like people. Uh, you could do consultations. I am burning that thing after. <laughs> After this. Yes, he is a professional Ouija consultant. His name's Robert Murch, so he's a historian. And people will actually hire him um, to, you know, kind of relay what their Ouija board is trying to tell them. Which is so weird. What if we actually do record something? Now I'm actually thinking about that. That's freaky. I've kind of discounted it 
I've been more nervous I know about you've the distanced cameras, yourself. cameras in the house and, and that stuff and, and being That's what I was that. wondering because you haven't really, you know, understood. I don't think it's really quite hit you what we're actually doing. Like you've no, just been worried I, about people no. at your house, about cameras, about your house being clean. No, it's I don't a, think you've given any thought to what we're actually this doing. This is another way that I handle things. I just ignore it and pretend it's not there. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at masking that for myself. Like, yeah, no, there's a ghost investigation, but then not actually thinking about the fact that it's a ghost investigation. And um, yeah, it's really pa- piling up today. It's really coming to fruition. You're reaching today. your breaking point. I'm reaching the breaking point. Mm-hmm. I'm very close to it. I am very wow, close Wow, you to look it. scary while you're looking at me. I'm really, clo- I'm really fucking close I'm to right, snapping, Sarah. I'm right at the edge of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right on the edge. Well, I know that this is a little short, but I mean, I but I know that we do have to kind of get out of here a little early to we be do. able to get everything we do. situated. Because um, there's stuff we have to do before Yeah, nightfall. there's a bunch of stuff that's <laughs> before night falls. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, well, then let's do this. Let's do a little bit of, um, do a little bit of ball talk. Okay. Because I, I do there's have some... to do that. There's some sport games going on this weekend. There are. Well, I have to make my predictions. This is true, Greg. What would the weekend be without your ball talk predictions? That's well, nobody would have a good weekend without that. <laughs> yes, it would just feel empty inside. It could be my last predictions ever. No, oh, don't say that. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, first up in ball talk. We've got this. Steve Nash. Sad news, although not really surprising news. Steve Nash apparently still is in the NBA, or was, point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Really didn't play last year, and he was gearing up to play this year, and now it's just been announced he is out for the entire year. He's, I believe, at this point, the oldest player in the NBA, well, I mean, which pretty so much means he's, he's retiring. Yeah. yeah, he's retiring. Uh, well, they, they haven't actually said that, but yeah, he would be 41 next year to attempt to keep playing. I'm sure he's going to retire. Um, you know, Steve Nash, first ballot, Hall of Famer, two-time MVP. When he was in his prime, he was amazing to watch. He was a lot of fun to yeah. watch. Yeah, really, really great basketball player. So Steve Nash the, is uh, probably done with the NBA. Moving oh, on. that's sad. Damian Lillard, however, not even yet in the prime of his career, and was just on Conan O'Brien last night. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yep. Went on Conan O'Brien, I think, in, ostensibly to promote uh, NBA 2K15 or whatever it is. The video game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the video game, because he's on the cover of the video game this year. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. He got the cover spot. Fancy. And I watched part of the interview. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's Damian Lillard's starting to get near that point where he's getting into a, like a major, a major star. Like, major think NBA he's going to have his own like Looney Tunes basketball movie? <laughs> I don't know if he's there yet. <laughs> okay, all right. You let me know when he's there. When he's there, okay. then we'll know it. But yeah, he he did a really good job. So if you want to watch that, you can find that uh, on Conan O'Brien's website. I think TeamCoco.com. Mm. Moving on to ball talk, though. Let's get to this. Yes. Go to the Denver. Sorry, I'm, I'm debating here. I'm a little bit slow today. I apologize, no, everyone. No, I've never I'm seen doing you my best. this discombobulated. I'm no, doing quite, my best. To pull back the curtain, like, I was yeah. actually... Greg is is totally game day player today because it, it was to the point where he was so stressed out that I was like, we don't have to do a show today. And Greg's like, yeah. nope. I want and to do a show because it always makes me happier. And it's not just ghost investigation stuff. There's, like, other stuff, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but thank you. Mm-hmm. No, so, Greg, you're doing great. Thank you. You just keep on keeping on. Keep it on. That's what I'm doing. All right, we'll go to this. Here's somebody who's having a pretty bad day, and that is a Good player transition. for the Denver Broncos. Well, was a player by the name of John Boyette. 
So John Boyette was a safety on the Broncos practice squad until Thursday. Because on Monday night, he was arrested for a variety of things. So here's here's how John Boyette's night apparently started, (laughs) according to the police report. Tell me about this. He was at a bar where he was allegedly highly intoxicated. He threatened a bartender. Oh, that's never good. While eating, drinking, and taking shots. Was belligerent to his fellow patrons. This comes, I believe, from the police report. Assaulted a cab driver. Then ran out of the cab. Stole a shovel from a construction site so he could, quote, whack the cab driver. Then fled the scene and tried to hide from the police by burying himself under mulch. Wow. So I guess while he was getting handcuffed and placed in the back of the patrol vehicle, he repeatedly yelled at the officer to call his boss, John Elway. Which John Elway is technically the GM of the Broncos. Probably John Elway did not want his name brought up to call. I doubt that was going to help this guy too much. Call my boss, John Elway. They didn't call him. John Elway's Google alert goes off. He's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) What happened? Ah, God damn it. (laughs) Um, So he was let go. Was let go on Thursday. No longer a Denver Bronco. So John Elway is no longer his boss. That's a bad day. <laughs> that is a bad night. Trying to hide under mulch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buried in mulch. I'm buried in mulch. <laughs> I guess back when he was arrested in... Oh, he was arrested last year when he was played for the Colts, too. And he tried the whole thing when he, when he was getting arrested for public intoxication or resisting arrest, saying, I'm a Colts player. I'm a Colts player. <laughs> All right, moving on to ball talk. Something else for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Peyton Manning is a crabby old man. Oh, he looks like it. Oh, yeah, he is. So last night, they were beating the San Diego Chargers, and then with about two minutes left in the game, the Broncos had the ball, so Peyton Manning was behind calling the plays. And on the big screen at the stadium, the uh, Broncos staff were playing, like, you know, pump-up music, and like Mm they are playing Jump Around by House of Pain, showing, uh, and then they showed the Chargers quarterback... On the sideline, you know, looking all sad because they were losing. And then they showed Peyton Manning and everybody's cheering and all this stuff. Well, I guess after the game, Peyton Manning was none too happy about those shenanigans. Uh-oh. He did not like that. And he said uh, afterwards, I've got to have a talk with our scoreboard reporter. He's playing music and showing players dancing and getting the crowd fired up when we have the ball. I don't think he should be doing that. And I don't think he should be showing their quarterback on the sideline. I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Our fans are great. Our fans are loud. But our scoreboard operator, it wasn't his best night. Oh, my God. This poor, like, minimum wage <laughs> dude who's running the fucking scoreboard. Yeah. Peyton <gasps> Manning asshole. just reamed him. That's his job. That's... Yes. Wow, Peyton Manning, what a dick. He is a... Uh, he <laughs> He's a crabby old man. Wow. I hope nothing comes of that. I hope that scoreboard guy is okay. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. Well, maybe not. Maybe he won't have a job. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, Peyton Manning does kind of call the shots all around over there. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We'll just go to this one. San Francisco Giants and the Kansas City Royals are resuming the World Series, tied one game apiece in San Francisco. However, there is... Is that tonight? I believe tonight. I is have to tell you, Greg. I don't even know me anymore because I'm actually asking because I kind of want to watch the game. I'm enjoying watching the World Series. Well, we might be in the middle of ghost investigation. Oh, that's true. Town when that's going on. Ghosts have no time for baseball. Nope, no, they don't. But uh, there is somebody in Kansas City, a person who's not having a good day at their business. 
So the person's name is Peregrine Honig. <laughs> that's that's weird. Like a Peregrine. Peregrine. Pe- para, peregrine. Peregrine Honig. Anyway, owner of Honig's Birdies Panties. <laughs> Don't say that word, panties. Honig's Birdies Panties. She owns this shop. Does she sell birds and panties? Is that is that what it is? I think it's Peregrine because her first name is the, like a Peregrine Falcon, probably. Honig's oh, birdies, panties. oh, she's edgy. I should get that. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. But anyway, she does own this shop. And that shop was invaded by Homeland Security officers. Her panty? Her bird and panty store? They were. Because of the fact that she was selling some, and it, I hate the word panties, but it's really all over the story. I don't know how, to, how else to do it. She was selling underwear, unders. Don't call them unders. That had a K and C on them. Alongside the message, take the crown, which is, I guess, a royal's uh, calling. Like slogan or yeah, something? Yeah, royal slogan. And, but she did not have permission from the team to be selling these. Oh. So Homeland Security came in, said she was violating the copyright laws, and confiscated dozens of pairs of panties. Oh my goodness, it's a panty snatching. It was a, they were panty snatching. Homeland Security, was, there's a bunch of panty snatchers. She was, she was not able to continue selling those items. <laughs> All right, finally in Ball Talk, let's do this because I do need to make my predictions. And Sarah, I've just sent you over a link. Okay. So you can join in the predictions. Every week, of course, I pick three different teams. And let's find out what's happening this week. All right, first up, I'm going to make a big prediction. Number three, Ole Miss. Good year for the state of Mississippi. They got the number one and number three teams. Taking on number 24, LSU, Louisiana State, Tigers, Death, Death Valley. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's where, they, that's where they call it. <laughs> Ole Miss, one of the favorites to make it into the college football playoffs until this weekend Uh-oh. when Louisiana State is going to upset them. LSU is going to knock off Ole Miss this weekend. Rebels, your time to shine is done. You're darkening. You're, you're their dark cloud. Yeah, something like that. Okay. I'm trying to make it work at the end. All right, that was prediction number one. Prediction number two. Number 20, USC versus number 19, Utah. Pac-12 matchup has some implications. Utah only one loss. Surprising. USC two losses. They were expected to be a lot better. Number 19 and number 20. However, here's the deal. The Utes are going home 5-2. and two Because USC is going to knock off Utah. And I guess that's an upset because it's number 20 versus number 19. But USC will win that. So we got USC, we've got LSU, a couple of upsets, Sarah, upset city, as they call it. <laughs> is that what it is? All right, Greg, I think All I'm right. going to pick this one. Pick, give me one. I'm going to go number one, Mississippi State versus Kentucky. Oh, all right. Yeah. Number one, Mississippi that. State versus Kentucky. I do think Mississippi State is not as good as they appear on paper. However, I also think that they're going to beat Kentucky. So I think Mississippi State will win. So we got one win for you there, State of Mississippi. Okay. So the winners will be Mississippi State, Louisiana State, and USC. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh my gosh, Greg. Oh my gosh, Greg. How you doing over there, champ? I'm surviving. Okay, good. I'm surviving. Okay. I'm making it through. Oh, I just realized... That I got my sonic sketch today. 
Yes, yeah. I saw it in here. No, I know I brought it in. I, that's why I wanted to show you. So I got it. I don't want to say but like I was hesitating because I got it for someone as a present. So I don't want to say. Oh, but needless to gotcha. say, okay. I got a personalized one, and it was super fast. And I'm super super excited because I feel like the best gift giver in the world. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm going to get. Um, I keep well, I didn't get him get it for his birthday, but I'm going to get it for my brother for Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a way Sonic to look fancy SonicSketches.com. If you have not gone to the website, it is fantastic. It's it's artwork. Essentially, they take your favorite songs, whatever song you want, or the ones that they already have pre-made. Or even a song that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you could. <laughs> yes. And then they take the song, convert it into a WAV file, and put that on really fantastic artwork that you can hang in your wallets. Three different panels, really high-end paper. It's beautiful. I mean, it really is beautiful it is. artwork. And it's creative. and it's Creative, unique. It's a really unique gift to get someone that uh, nobody else is going to be getting. Oh, my sister's not going to listen. I got my sister and Michael their wedding song. Oh, that's awesome. I know, because I wanted to just get it and get it out of the way, so that way I already have like my Christmas present set aside. I know it's still two months away, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, so they walked down the aisle to uh, this band, Magnetic Fields, and David knows he's a big fan of their suit, A Book of Love. So I had that, and it, just, it looks gorgeous. So I'm going to buy the frames. And I'm done, and I'm gonna. It's like the best Christmas present ever. That's pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. SonicSketches.com, great place to go for gifts or get something for yourself. Get get your own. Like, think about your favorite song, and you can put that on the wall and have really fantastic, cool looking artwork mm-hmm. when uh, somebody comes into your house. So it's it's very cool. SonicSketches.com, and on top of that, free shipping anywhere in the world. In the world. With the offer code Fun so the Employment. The price you see is the price that it is. The offer code Fun Employment. Free shipping all over the world. All right, Greg. You ready for this? The mental unraveling has begun, Sarah. It has. It's like we don't even know how to communicate anymore. Nope, I don't know how to speak anymore. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm 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 really having a hard time. I'm having a tough time. We'll today. just get through today. Okay. All right, thank you everybody for right. hanging out with us. We love you all. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio 5-year anniversary party on November 14th. Yes. Funemploymentradio.com and we will be back tomorrow. On, no, not tomorrow. No, Monday. Oh my God. With more FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> Bye, you guys. And real quick, we're going to add this back into the yeah, podcast. Yeah, this is going to be at the end of the podcast. So tomorrow on Fun Employment Radio, the Chronicles of the Nerds is taking the day off. Okay. But we've got the return of the Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys live on the Fun Employment Radio Network tomorrow at about noon. Your premier basketball podcast. Yes, indeed. And all kinds of other things uh, right here returning to the Fun Employment Radio Network starting tomorrow. So make sure you tune in tomorrow, Saturday, October 25th, right about noon. And you can hop into the live chat and listen to them. Awesome. uh, Give them some shit. Cool. All right. Thanks. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.